In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. So in the Armenian Orthodox Church this week, we observed the Feast of the Apostle Thomas, actually on Thursday. And it's interesting, in the Eastern Churches, Thomas is a great saint indeed, because he traveled the furthest, at most risk, to places on the ends of the earth to preach the gospel. Persia, Syria, India. And yet in the modern church, we don't even call him by his actual name, we only call him by the caricature Doubting Thomas. And it's strange that he, out of all the apostles, has this infamous nickname attached to him because Peter denied Christ three times, and of course we don't refer to him as denying Peter. And James and John were always bragging, and we don't hold that over their heads after 2,000 years. Yet Thomas, despite all he did, despite the mighty grace of God, is forever branded as doubting Thomas. And so we're going to correct that injustice today on the Feast of St. Thomas and take a closer look at this man and his doubt, which will actually provide great inspiration, I think, for us on our own journeys. So yes, it is true, you can't deny that Thomas doubted. In fact, he doubted very boldly, and let me remind you what happened. He wasn't there when his fellow disciples, with his fellow disciples, when Jesus appeared on that first Easter evening. And when they told him, we have seen the Lord, Thomas replies, unless I see the mark of the nail in his hands and put my fingers in those nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. And Thomas demands tangible proof before he will believe, and he is stubborn about it. And yet God ends up using Thomas and his doubt and skepticism to great ends in his lifetime and even into ours. The 6th century Pope Gregory the Great described Thomas's legacy like this. He says that more, more does the doubt of Thomas help us to believe than the faith of the disciples who did believe. And then he goes on to say why. For when Thomas touched the wounds in the flesh of his master, he healed in us the wounds of our unbelief. So yes, Thomas did get hung up on something in the life of faith, but the point is that it's something we all tend to get hung up on. Thomas simply wants something real and tangible to base his faith on. And for him and for all of us, seeing is believing, right? And the problem with that is just that faith does not work this way. Believing is not seeing. Hebrews describes faith in this way. It says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And this doesn't mean that faith is always in total opposition to what we can see and what we can perceive. It's just that it's independent from it. And it's however God chooses to reveal himself to us. And so we can see this tension between what we see and what we believe in many ways. We can see it in our theology. Our eyes tell us that Jesus was a man, 
He lived like a man, and he died like a mere man. Our faith tells us, no, this Jesus is God. And we see the tension in our daily lives. Maybe you do your daily work. You sweat. You chase colleagues around to do their work. You accommodate ungrateful customers. You do the ho-hum daily work and the daily grind, and yet hopefully your faith reminds you, my labor is a calling. It has a point. It's holy work, which God uses to take care of others. Maybe you can see the tension between seeing and believing in times of trial. We're sick, we're lonely, we're in pain, yet our faith continues to whisper, you're a blessed child of God, you're not abandoned by God, he will take care of you forever. So believing is different from seeing. It just takes spiritual maturity and the grace of God to get there, and that's why piling on Thomas for his doubt is so uncalled for, because we're all so naturally like him. We're trained from early on in this world that seeing is believing, but faith calls us to another world, and it's a gift from above, and that helps us confess who God is despite outward appearances, despite the state of the world around us and the turmoil in our hearts. So hardly any of us arrive at faith easily, and none of us arrive without much hand-holding, and that is exactly what Jesus did for Thomas and what Thomas let him do. Jesus comes to Thomas, holds out his scarred hand for him to see, and says to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. So hand in hand with Jesus, now Thomas sees, and he sees with the eyes of faith who Jesus truly is, and he powerfully confesses, my Lord and my God. That is the way of our Lord, the way of grace. He doesn't abandon Thomas in a sea of doubt. He stretches out his nail-scarred hands and pulls Thomas toward him. And he does the same for us. He doesn't probably take away all the time your doubts and your fears, our family problems, our sickness, or our struggle. But his grace brings all our trials into perspective, and it strengthens us in our heart for battle, and it grants lasting inner peace. And that's what Jesus gave Thomas, that our world apparently is too simplistic to recall, just sticking with doubting Thomas, but doubting Thomas went on to preach Christ's gospel to the furthest and the riskiest ends of the world, establishing good news for all of the downtrodden again in Persia, in Syria, in India, and changing these peoples and cultures forever. And whether or not his doubts continued, his faith was obviously stronger still, because as his final faithful act, as he was preaching the gospel to an Indian princess, he got imprisoned and he got tortured and he did not recant, but was martyred for his faith. And so that's the real story of Thomas. And that's also the story of how doubt leads to grace and faith. And that's the story, I think, for all of us on this feast day of St. Thomas, that no matter how unfaithful you and I have been, God will never be unfaithful to us. And that no matter how many times we fall, that Christ's love is greater still, and that especially no matter how dark uh, things appear in this world, any, any suffering here uh, with the light of God's grace 
will count as nothing compared to the glory that awaits us now and always and unto the ages of ages. Amen.